Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. I've got a new clip which I can't think of a reason to use, so I'll just put it in this intro bit. Basically, earlier on, my little lad, we were in the studio, I was showing him the shed studio, and uh, did a recording of him doing, well, having a little chat. Here he is. Let me fade up the thing. So, I don't know how to use that special effect, you know. Even, even my kid's not sure about it. He's having a long thing. What do you think? That kind of thing. He's cute, isn't he? He's all right. I don't know where he gets it from. Um, I would say, you know, not me. But uh, let's see. Why even pretend? Of course it is. Um, So here's what we did on the radio. We did a radio show earlier on, and we chatted about some pointless news. And it came out kind of, I I guess, kind of all right. What would you say, lad? Um, We might end up talking a little bit, at least a small amount, probably something, about... I don't know if you've heard about this coronation, but it's coming down the news agenda, so we're going to keep talking about it. That's on the show today. Johnny Depp back in the news. Not really like a book's been written, but it still gives us an opportunity to make a joke. We, we all know which joke it's going to be. Aliens are in the news, so that'll be a surprise. And robots as well. If you could have a robot do a job for you, what would it be? You can tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen on that one. Details on the way. Entertainment news, although Larry's not available today, which is a shame, but um, a book has been written about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, calling them troubled human beings. The couple were involved in two court cases after their divorce in 2017. I mean, yeah, we knew that. Do we need a book about this? I think we all got all the details. The graphic details. Nick Wallace says that in Depp v. Heard, the unreal story... Why would you want to, why would you want to read the unreal one? But anyway... Um, They were two troubled but fascinating human beings trying to find their way in the world. Yeah. I think maybe it's time we just let that go and let them get on with their lives. Certainly, I've heard she's trying to uh, start again with a clean sheet. Um. (laughs) Clean? A new one? I'd boil wash the old one, at least. We are obviously going to cover a lot of... We cover loads of news on this show, like the small stories that no one cares about, but the newspapers are getting fuller and fuller of coronation-related stuff, and that's absolutely fine. We could talk about this one, actually. This is coronation-related, but it's it's good. The pubs are likely to see an increase in... Well, people drinking, I imagine. Um, pubs are in line for a, ben- a bonanza of £1 billion. Experts predicting a bumper May for the hospitality industry, with the coronation, Eurovision, three bank holidays, thirsty revelers are set to spend uh, spend plenty of cash. Wow, that's hard to say. See, it makes sense that a coronation, then we all celebrate, and then that's more beer, which is good because pubs have been struggling recently. And now it finally makes sense why they are all named things that are quite royal. You know, like the Prince of Wales, the King's Head... Duke of Sussex. Then again, people don't go in the Duke of Sussex like they used to, do they? Um, Alien news is one of the two categories that we always go on about. Aliens are in the news. E.T. could actually be phoning home, boffins have claimed. They've detected 25 mysterious fast radio bursts from out of space. The blasts, uh, powerful radiation, that were picked up by the Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment Radio Telescope. These FRBs are thought to hail from a distant dying star. So basically, and we've said this all along, people mock. Out in space, someone is broadcasting radio. And it's a worry. 
because, yeah, they could detect our radio, our electromagnetic radiation. But if they decide to send one back, it's all very well for you, but if they pick 107.5 megahertz, well, I'm sitting around like an absolute fool while you'd start to get... Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. I know that you are having problems with your NHS dentists, but you're making a big deal about your king having a crown fitted. By the time it's come back to me, you would have missed what I said. So I don't know what you would have heard it otherwise. But Humans, you're aware of them. I'm sure you might have met some of them. Humans are being told that we need to have conversations about what jobs we want robots to do. An expert said that robot workers could soon be servants or companions for the lonely or loads of different things. We need to now have a conversation before they start to be built. I mean, look how quick it was. People were saying AI is never going to be a thing. Three weeks later, it's doing everything. So that's the question. If you could have a robot do a job for you, what would it be? For me, I imagine... It would be cleaning the car. I know they already do car washers, but I don't trust them not to scratch the car. Um, so instead, if I got a team of robots to do it, I'd be all over that. Obviously, that means the robot would get wet and it would rust and break and I have to buy a new robot. I see how this works. Robots are going to start doing jobs for us and experts say we now need to talk about what jobs we'd want robots to do. Well, that'll do. If someone else has thought of a question, makes my phone-ins easier, doesn't it? John sent me a voice note. What you got for us? Hello, Steve. I'd use a robot to do all the chores that I hate doing. Yeah. Which is about just about everything. Oh, okay. So you do nothing and the robot would do everything. No, that's okay. That's, it's really showing showing willing. Anything else? Steve, I'd use a robot to uh, brush my hair in the morning. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I haven't got any. Well, if they could get a robot to grow you some hair and then brush it itself. Get a hairy robot. There's a phrase I didn't think I'd ever say out loud. We're told that we humans need to pick the jobs that we want robots to do for us. And Chris gets in touch, who's very technically minded. He says, uh, Steve, I'd love a robot to help me set up my Wi-Fi, because I can't fathom it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to let you near a robot, if that's... yeah. As we're running out of time, this quick story won't take as long. There's a, a man spent almost £5,000 on nasal spray after he became addicted to them. True story, this one, apparently. So, um, five... I mean, look. Anyone can buy too much of one thing, but £5,000. It's not to be sniffed at. Do you know what, actually? We should have done this earlier on. I found a news story about shortages, and I like to keep you up to date. So I know we're doing a lot of stuff about the coronation at the moment, but those classics are still there. Shortage, Shortage of the, of the day. day. Do you remember, though, when, honestly, that was the news, wasn't it? Every day, the foods that you couldn't buy anymore. Well, it might be happening again. The UK is facing a looming chicken crisis, which really seems like a typo on the banned China crisis, but it's not. Chicken crisis, or like a tribute act. Imagine, what are you going to do this weekend? Just going down the local and see um, chicken crisis. Now, they do all the classics. But also, we might run out of fruit and veg. It's weird how one of those bothers me more than the other, isn't it? Soaring costs are pushing many poultry farmers to the brink. Uh, they're crying foul or something like that. That'd be the joke, wouldn't it? Uh, they're trying to keep productions affordable, but it means that some are c cutting the size of their flocks. We might be running out of KFC again, and not for the same reason as last time, because they hadn't delivered it to the right place or something. So, we'll keep an eye on that.
That's your podcast done, although I did write down that there is a uh, podcast-only bit that we could do. Yeah, this story we couldn't get away with broadcasting. In the news, it says, Emily Maitlis said that she felt really sick ahead of a BBC Newsnight interview with Andy Windsor. And um, you could tell she she was sweating. Only one in the room, apparently, but that's weird, isn't it? Uh, especially under those lights. But anyway, we're not here to discuss that. I don't know, we really couldn't mention stuff like that on air. On the run-up to a correlation, you're kidding me. Subscribe to wherever you found this amuse-bouche of a podcast. It's just a little short ten minutes, get you up to date with the bits of the news story that you didn't want to have to pay for um, from the newspapers. Uh, honestly, next thing, we'll be doing a horoscope and Sudoku. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Can we look into that? There's no one over there. I don't know why I just turned. And tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time, bye.